0: We began a brand new series on Conquer the Morning and Conquer the Day. And really, this series is turning out to be kind of a full spectrum of why the mornings are important and what needs to be incorporated in your routine, but how that kind of links together with all of the habits that you form throughout the day and even while you're sleeping at night. So we covered self-care and explained the importance of self-care, but we also talked yesterday about brainwaves and helped you to understand just very quickly how each of the brainwaves work and what the purpose of them is and why you need to kind of pay attention to those brainwaves so that you can pick the most optimum times of the day to reprogram your mind and to become the person that you want to be. So we focus especially on theta, which is between asleep and awake. Now, I, there's another piece to this that kind of fits together with this puzzle, and it's circadian rhythm. And I may have mentioned it before, but, if, but those of you who are not familiar with it, just to give you a quick definition of circadian rhythm. It's driven by our biological clocks. Circadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a roughly 24-hour cycle, responding primarily to light and darkness in our environment. So, circadian rhythms, though, are quite powerful. They can influence a variety of our body systems like sleep-wake cycles, hormone release, uh, body temperature. And when they're thrown off, okay, when we have this irregular schedule where we're going to bed at 10 one night and then one the next night and then, you know, 8 the next night because we're tired, you know, and we're all over the board and we think that's okay, we increase the risk of a variety of disorders. Uh, For one thing, just just for starters, we're going to cause a lot of brain fog, brain fatigue. We're going to cause some insomnia. Uh, we're going you know, to cause some problems staying awake during the day or staying alert or focusing. Uh, but it can go into things like depression, insomnia, obesity, and diabetes. Um, you can have all kinds of issues with it uh, physically when you allow that to get thrown off. So it's important that you monitor and pay attention to your circadian rhythm. And if you don't have a circadian rhythm or you don't know what it is, it's time to figure it out and then make sure that you set one. So I'm about to give you some tips on how to set a circadian rhythm or make one that's more consistent. And by so doing, You will have predictable brain waves. You will have healthy brain wave patterns, okay, in states, so that you'll get that deep gamma sleep and be able to, you know, replete the chemistry in your mind. And you'll have that moan of theta where you can reprogram your mind and and then be alert right after that. You're going to feel great uh, before bed. You're going to feel great right after you wake up because your body has gotten linked into this specific clock, and it's really functioning extremely well for you in everything that your body needs as far as chemistry, uh, nutrition, immunity, um, you know, the processing of thoughts, all of those things fall together. So here's some tips for you on monitoring and keeping a really great circadian rhythm. So first and foremost, and most important, stick with your plan. So decide what time you need to go to bed, decide when you need to get up, and stick to it, okay? Now I realize there will be an occasion where it doesn't happen, and that's okay. But as long as, for the most part, you're sticking to your plan, you're going to find yourself feeling way more alert when you're awake and ready for bed when you're ready for bed without having insomnia, okay? So you'll go right to sleep. Give yourself enough time for adequate sleep. Now I always recommend between 6 and 8 hours, depending on who you are. The studies that I've done show that those up to age 20 to 30 need, you know, a little bit more sleep than those, say, around 40, 50 and beyond. They can have a little bit less. So um, now and then we get into the later years, 70, 80, and you know, then it, it changes again. So anyway, you want to give yourself enough time for decide what that is and give yourself enough time for adequate sleep. I typically will ha- – actually, I have a alarm set on my phone telling me bedtime. Because sometimes I do work at night or I get busy doing other things and I need that reminder because I find my circadian rhythm to be very, very crucial to my sleep and my functionality uh, and productivity. Maintain a strict and consistent sleep schedule, okay? So don't vary by more than one hour on the weekends. If you just decide, well, hey, I'm sleep way in, you know, I'm just going to catch up or whatever. There's no such thing as catching up, first of all. You can't do that. It's a day-to-day. It's what you do every day that counts. Remember how we start the podcast every day, and that is so true. It's true on the weekends, too. And when you do that, you know, you throw it off, then it's hard to get back on track on Monday. Also, I've talked often about power naps and how regenerating and rejuvenating they can be. But keep in mind, a power nap is only about 20 minutes, 30 at the most. If you do any more than that, then you fall deeper into sleep, in a gamma, and then it's hard to wake up and you're in a funk the rest of the day. You can't seem to get your bearings back, all right? And it's not healthy for your night sleep schedule either. Limit caffeine after lunch, okay? Because for a lot of people, caffeine actually um, it, it, it depletes your adenosine, which is what helps you put, to, put you to sleep at night. So it's really important to make sure that you don't overdo on the caffeine create a relaxing nighttime routine. Make sure that you have a bedroom that is appealing to your sleep patterns. And don't use your bedroom for anything but sleep. Because if you're using it, well, okay, there's probably a couple things you could use it for. (laughs) But what I'm saying is more along the lines of, you know, any kind of recreation or homework or, you know, things like that that have nothing to do with bedtime. That where you are going to, you know, get familiar, get your body familiarized with the bedroom is not a place for sleep. Okay? And especially not electronics, bright lights. Blue lights have been proven to mimic daylight patterns and keep you awake at night, altering your melatonin and throwing you off. Okay? So keep your bedroom quiet, dark, and a cool temperature. Keep it neat and tidy so you don't feel like you're in a cluttered up mess and it makes you uncomfortable. Um, Don't stress about sleeping. Think about it and, and look forward to it in positive terms. Be very positive. Visualize yourself sleeping well you know think think well things and, and you even maybe play some some great stuff right before bed that will help you to sleep whether it's meditations affirmations or some quiet music or whatever it might be so i hope that gives you some tips on how to help uh kick off a better circadian rhythm and keep it so that you can have a very healthy awake sleep schedule well, this has been Michelle Steffes with your Journey to Greatness and Routine. I look forward to having you on the podcast again tomorrow, joining us as we walk through and help you establish every piece and every factor that leads to having a great, solid morning routine that will help you conquer the day. Talk to you tomorrow.